0: Welcome to episode two of Keep the Faith podcast. Uh, I'm not 100% sure whether we're going to keep on naming these episodes one and two. Um, I'll soon get sick of doing that and I'll not keep up with it. Um, I'm Chris and joining me today is Paul again. Paul, how are you doing, mate? you all right? I'm
1: good, thank you. How are you?
0: Yes, not too bad, mate. Bathing in the glory of the new season. (laughs) Yes. And the (laughs) meltdown that has brought. (laughs) Yeah. Um so Sunderland kicked off uh the the season with a with a two one defeat uh to Ipswich in front of a, a bumper crowd of around about 40, 44,000. Um first of all I think what we'll do is go through the uh go through the line up and and kinda of get your thoughts on that. So obviously we started Patterson and Goal, no no surprises there. Hume at right back, um Got Ballard and 09, which was kind of the big call in central defence, but I thought it was going to happen, um, but obviously he was named as captain. Certainly left back, got Daniel Ekwer in the um in the midfield with, with Joe pushing up a bit further. Robertson Clark on the wings and then uh Hemia up front. Um Paul, were you surprised at any any of the line up?
1: Well, <laughs> Well, the O nine 9 situation, but it's hard because if I'd, during the match, say first, even the first half, as I just took their goal as a deflection, I know it was like, some people say he ran off O nine 9 and stuff, but basically my note, my notes halfway through was O um, nine 9 Ballard really Good solid, mm-hmm. you know, bringing the ball out. Um, Job in the middle as well. I thought it was all going well, <laughs> but you know, once 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 you don't get that open goal, and then yeah. it it sort of changes. And when you look back, then it, you know it's it's all nine for that second goal. Mm-hmm. I thought he was caught cold and then he could have even just stuck his foot out and got a touch on the ball before it goes through the guy, you know. But, so it's had um, a game of two halves. (laughs) But obviously when we don't, when we don't get an equaliser or even a winner, it all focuses on that choice, which I thought, I thought it was a strange choice not to have just have the centre backs basically. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think nine would be starting. No.
0: I, I think. <laughs> I, I think after the Muir game for me, he, he was. He was the near on starter. To be honest. And yeah. I think. I think Moby is trying to change it a little bit this season with with trying to play on from the back, and I think I think O-9 allows you to do that with his cross field passing, um, with him bringing out the back. He's obviously kind of the the guy that. I think Morbury wants to start every single attack. Um and to to a certain extent it, it was working. Um and yeah, I mean if we if we look at the first half itself, obviously we had plenty of possession. I think just looking at the stats here, I mean we had over the match we had sixty seven percent possession, which is crazy when you think went down yeah. ten men eventually. Um, you know, we've we've completed nearly double the passes that that Ipswich uh, did our passing accuracy was great. We've had equal amounts of shots on target, which is kind of telling. We've only had, we only had four sorted sorted Ipswich, uh, but we had twenty shots and in, in, in Ipswich only had thirteen in total. But I think for me it would yeah. nine was a was a on start. I came out captain, but you're right. It becomes the talking point. but but then again you know, I don't think Danny back. Uh, covered himself in glory, uh, down at Hartlepool. Not many people did, and and maybe he's a little bit more rusty compared to O9 um, Yeah, I think that that that's possibly the way. But I was excited to see Job coming to the side when I when I first saw it, and I I did think that would be the team. Um, and and for the first half, I thought we played really well. We played some some really nice stuff. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what your thoughts were in the first half.
1: Yes, I th- I thought the same. Like I said, I thought job was great. Um, he, he didn't really get caught on the ball like some of our previous midfielders. You know, mm-hmm. he 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 does a good turn, and then he actually gets away. He doesn't, you know, we've had people before who's like, you get the shout of man on, and then they don't even take notice of that. Yeah. But I thought he, I thought he made, and. Every time I've seen him, he's go- made some good turns away from away from people, and it opens yeah. the space up for him. Really, we yeah the the first half, like I say, it was I wasn't worried, even though I went to a goal down.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ipswich had a few uh, chances, um, which it, naturally is going to happen on the break. I know people say. You know they look dangerous on the break, but when your game is all about playing on the break, um, yeah. you know that <laughs> you know when 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 you're doing that, it, that that makes a massive difference. And 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 I think for me, it's um, obviously you nine's cleared that one off um, off the line. I think they've had a couple of chances as well. Um, so they're always going to be dangerous on the break, but it was an absolute like killer when the. Um, when, they, when, we conceded, right. yeah, when, we, when we've conceded, I haven't actually seen it back to be honest. It looked like a massive it, deflection, but it, uh, yeah, well, see, he's, he's actually done quite well and stuck his leg out.
1: Yeah, I think, um, as far as deflection, yeah, he, he was in front of the keeper sort of thing and he deflected it into the goal on purpose mm-hmm. or not. You know, there's no saving it for a start, so yeah. It was a bit of a bit of luck and maybe skill from him if he guided it in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, that's that's the killer blow that I, I mentioned. Uh, us getting the first goal last week and we didn't, <laughs> so my my prediction went out the window. Yeah.
0: Well, I, di- I did say we wouldn't keep a clean sheet. I did yeah. say two one, but I think I said two one Sunderland. <laughs> um...
1: But you you see like. And I thought from from behind the goal. I thought uh, that Bellingham chance was harder than it looks on the replays.
0: Yeah, it's, quite, it's in, coming in, to him. Yeah, it's coming to him. He's leaning back a bit, um, and he learned from it. He's he's a young lad, and he he showed some some good stuff on that. But I mean, what but I, That was
1: that was early doors, and if like I say, if that if that goes in, go it's
0: goes a different. It's g- go, different. You know, hundred percent yeah. they do, and just look at the conceding before uh, half time. What I would say is, um, looking at um, the um, the set pieces that we had. Um, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts on it, but our our set pieces, I thought, were absolutely shocking. Um, we just seemed to hit the first man every single time.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and and that was a big difference for me, especially first half. They had the long throw, which obviously the goal came from, but they also had a couple of corners that just like caused like massive panic you know if you if you're gonna hit your, if you're gonna hit the first man every single time and he's he's clearing at thirty yards with his head it just takes that panic out of it altogether,
1: yeah and we had quite a few corners and a couple of free kicks to take advantage and I don't think we did once really
0: no I mean I think we had a lot more corners than um the nips which in, in the game, but obviously Clark was taking them. Then there was there was Roberts, and the only really improved, obviously, second half when we brought brought Pritchard on. But um, it, it but really, the... you should
1: you should be able to get the ball. You you should be able to put the ball wherever you want. To be honest, I, just I just stick
0: it be, <laughs> stick, it be, stick it between <laughs> stick between the um you know the six yard box and the in the penalty spot. That's all it needs to be. So it's yeah. not too close to the keeper. You know, and we've got some big lads now. You know, you've got you've got Ballard, you've got Job in there, you've got Himea. Um So I I don't think there's any excuse for not being able to put a decent dead ball in. Do
1: you think they were trying to do something? Because I know at the end of last season that we did some quite. I know we we were trying to get inventive because we had no tall players, but
0: yeah, but I I just I don't think, know what they were trying. I mean, if you, <laughs> I know we've had a couple where you know your your attacker runs across the front post and gets a flick on, but it, it, that didn't even look like the plan at all. It wasn't. It wasn't if there was somebody going there, um, to you know like I know Danny Bass done it before where he'll run at the front post and try and get a you know a flick onto it. Yeah. But none of that, none of that was happening, which which was weird. The other the other thing that I found bizarre was, H- Hamias obviously looked pretty good during pre season. Looked very good actually. But I think every single goal he scored's been a cross.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I might be wrong on that, but <laughs> it, it it's not why it, it's not where he's running into channels and and smashing one in or, you know um, you know along those lines. For me, it's been like crosses or corners, and we just didn't seem to put a cross in. Um no. I, I I I don't know why, and I know people were getting frustrated with Jack Clark. I don't get it wrong. I love Jack Clark. I think he's he's a he's a fantastic footballer. But I think he, he really he really struggled. He, but he kept on going. And yeah. uh, the what thing... did you what about the penalty? The penalty that wasn't given? Bizarrely yeah. the ref decided to give a foul against Jack Clark.
1: Well where, where I was said it was a penalty, but the thing is he he'd, he'd only give a foul not long before I mean about the foul and the the persistent foul on
0: mm-hmm.
1: us in the first half, which is annoying in itself, yeah. and then we had the usual ten fouls against us and a yellow card for Hume on his first tackle.
0: That was a dual that
1: yellow card. Which, uh, yeah, so that's that's something that I, at the match I was thinking, you know, the the and um, when we had Big Sam. Yeah. He, I remember him saying in an interview because he used to do all the computer science and stuff. Just after the match had finished, he said,
0: "The Spectrum."
1: Yeah, <laughs> he said, "I'd like, I'd like to mention that the we had." He basically said that we had ten fouls against, and our first foul was a yellow card. Yeah, and it embarrasses the refs. Even yeah. if even a, you kind of do nothing then, but it's the old Alex Ferguson. Syndrome, yeah. you know, you get into the heads, and then, like, newspaper might report it, and then it continues on. Jack Clark didn't even, well, he did run towards ref, but no one else does, and they haven't done for uh, the last yeah. year. They need to either do it all together, or you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because you tend to find you tend to find it. Dan Neal at the minute, obviously Jack Clark, as he was the one that was fouled and then um, Gooch does it all the time. and like, Yeah, ends up with but I think
1: poke. I think Jack Clark, um, he gets a lot of stick because he actually has the ball more than anybody else, if you know what I mean. He yeah. does hold on to it, but out of, especially on Saturday, because I thought, why don't we switch it to Roberts? I thought that a lot. Yeah. It, it was just never going over that side. Yeah, Just Clark had it all the time, so every time he's he got it, he's got... He's got another option.
0: My dad's absolutely fuming. How many times he goes past him and he doesn't pass through him? <laughs> my dad, my dad's like, ah. honestly, but yeah, I mean, it's it again. You know, goals change games. Like, I, I can understand the ref looking at it and going, "Do you know what?" I, like, I'm not going to give a penalty. I think it's a bit of a coming together. It's borderline, but I'm just. It's going to go out for a, for a goal kick or a corner. But to actually give the foul against Jack Clark, yeah. <laughs> it was like... Because he, he's had to give us a foul. Because if he, if he hasn't given us a foul, it's diving and he hasn't booked him. So it's yeah. it's, it's got to be one or the other. in yeah, I mean, I was I was living at that. I mean, don't get us wrong. Second half, which we'll get onto, that's a blatant penalty when, you know, the lad's hit the crossbar. Yeah. Carl Chaplin's hit the crossbar and then followed um, in. Body checked. And, and Ballard's <laughs> just wiped him out. You know, if you get... You know, and the refs not give that penalty because he's obviously realized he hasn't given against Jack Clark. But if we get that penalty in the first half, that totally changes the game. Yeah. Um. You know. So. So like, I I do want to be positive about Saturday. It's obviously <laughs> it, it, it is it is obviously really annoying. I hate getting beat, but you know, for me, um, you know, going on to the second half, we've we've gone in we've gone in one 0 down. Obviously, first half we've come out second half and we just looked a bit lethargic. And but again, similar to the first half, we give the ball away leading up to that goal. Um, yeah, and it's not as if they've played out the back. It's not as if like you know a centre half's just lumped it up and it's there's been a flick on or something like that. Um, it's really annoying that we we we've given them a chance and we've. I think at that point we've we've, we've panicked a bit in terms of trying to get get back onto level terms.
1: Well, about any changes at halftime? We we never see we never see it happen.
0: Well that's the other thing I was I was gonna to touch on with Job. Um I thought he had a really good first half, but you could see he was blown out of his horse on about yeah. forty minutes. <laughs> and it may be, you know, it's obviously a harsh thing to do to bring somebody off for half time who's had a decent game, but you I think at that point it's an I hindsight's a wonderful thing. And you know, people you know, people will be questioning why they've made that so but I thought obviously it could have been a case of Pritchard coming on at half time, but you you do rarely yeah. see it. But um, now
1: now we have however many subs we have a lot more than yeah. we used to have. It's not it's not going to be so much of a stigma to be taken off at half time. You know what I mean? It's got like it's a,
0: squ- it's a squad it's game, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, what 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 are your thoughts on the substitutions after the second goal?
0: Yeah. So after the second goal, obviously. <sighs> The goal's gone in. It's a great side, like side real pass, isn't it? it like through. Yeah. Um, it's a cracking finish. I don't think Patson's got much chance with that. Speaking of uh, Broadhead, first of all, um, I actually thought Broadhead was really poor um, the first half. Every time he got the ball, he lost it. There was loads of times where I thought he's he's. I don't know whether it was the crowd. I don't know whether it was what. And then obviously that goal given him, him the confidence. In terms of the subs for us. Um, I think what happened after the second goal went in, we started a panic, uh, even more so. And I think we started stop we we stopped playing football, yeah. and I a lot of people have criticised Morbier for this, but I think he did the right thing because what he did was he took off our two two tallest players, he took off Job and Hamir. and instead of kicking it long, we started to pass it along the floor, and we looked yeah. much better. And that that was my. That was my understanding behind why he made those changes. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, we still would be passing out to nobody.
0: Yeah, that's the, the that's the other issue because it's all well and good doing that, but if you if you haven't got a focal point up front,
1: yeah, you, you know. I thought in the pre-season games we did a lot of uh, long balls to the um to the wingers. Mm-hmm. Did you notice like that?
0: Crossfield crossfield balls.
1: Like but we didn't really I thought I actually didn't want us to do that in the in the game and we didn't but but it might have been a good shout.
0: So now you're seeing the shows.
1: <laughs> I thought yeah, that's what I thought. You know like uh yeah. but it it just everyone's having a meltdown because it's the same as what happened the last season. Yeah. Um And uh, you know, I think it's seven wins out of twenty-five home games.
0: Yeah,
1: which is terrible, really.
0: I think, I think talk. I mean, obviously, the home form is a massive issue, uh, without a doubt. I think the striker—it's an elephant in the room, and it's not even an elephant in the room now, is it? Just everybody, everybody's picking on it. You know, whether we had um my end had to come in and that would have changed things. I think the club have been a bit unlucky from that point of view. Um but we're desperate to get another striker in and um it it's noticeable when somebody like Ipswich can bring on like Freddie Ladap. Yeah. Um you know they've 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 got like two two or three strikers on the bench.
1: Well you said you said last week, didn't you they've got five they had five strikers and uh and when you, when you look on paper, that was the difference between them getting three points and us getting none, basically. Yeah. We it had. Don't um...
0: well, Like, if it comes, if it comes down to like last day of the window when we get the strikers that we want, like, so be it. But.
1: Well, the other thing is, it's the mark goes on like this, which is why I don't like the the window staying open.
0: Yeah.
1: The mark goes on like this. Whoever we do bring in is more pressure yeah do you know it's like oh like if we do bring whoever we bring in if we do bring someone in it's like right you're the chosen one to (laughs) to get these you know what i mean you're gonna you're gonna have no time we no matter going have to is. protect
0: them like in a Portmobile or something like that. If we, <laughs> if, if, we if we unveil them at half time and send them walking out of the <laughs> tunnel, they're going to have to come out in a in a bulletproof like.
1: Are, are they good day? Uh, Use that, that thing that status quo went around the pitch. In. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a photo of that downstairs. I just found it.
0: Yeah, I I don't know
1: that. what it was. I'll send that. you it.
0: Was it not like an old Portmobile? Was it?
1: It was like. No, it was, uh, i don't know it's like a soft top maybe it's a Merc. It? <laughs> <laughs> went round the run a little bit of running track uh,
0: okay okay fair enough <laughs> get the get the mobile out <laughs> um yeah so it 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 is yeah there's going to be pressure it, i i've got no idea what they're going to do um you know so we'll we'll have to see, but the lack of options off the bench is obviously an issue. I think once Dak gets up to speed, that that will help as well because he can kind of play that nine and a half role, can't he? Um, yeah.
1: What about what about Chris Rigg? We talked about him on Wednesday, and he wasn't used.
0: Yeah, I think I think Mowbray had it in mind that he was going to obviously play him against Crew. Whether whether the maybe maybe the way the game was going he thought it's a bit unfair to bring a a sixteen year old kid on um but I don't know I thought <laughs> I thought board did all right when he came on um you know I, I I know people kind of have a bit of fume at him at the minute, but like, I think he's obviously a very talented boy, but he just needs he just needs games which which you can see I think squad can't yeah yeah, um so I mean in terms of who came on it it's um obviously gooch came on. I tell you who I was actually a little bit disappointed with i thought I thought Hume didn't have a very good game, obviously got sent off. did he get sent off for um kicking the ball away or was it the actual challenge?
1: no, it was the challenge it was the challenge yeah. yeah, which I which I didn't think i thought I didn't think it was the yellow anyway, no but.
0: <laughs> I suppose you're screaming for it if it's the other way around, or you've, give, you've given you've give the referee a decision to make, haven't you? That's that's yeah. That's, and then that's
1: when you true. add that when you add that to the first one that wasn't shouldn't have yeah. been. Yeah. <laughs> but I
0: mean, yeah, I mean the I I didn't think Equa had a particular great game. Like I didn't think he, he put his stamp on it. I thought Dan Neal did did better than Ekwu. I mean, obviously Ekwa had that cracking shot, which which drew us yeah. the rebound. But I just didn't. There was a few of them that 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 just didn't take the the game by the scuff of the neck, which was a was a bit disappointing. But I don't know. Yeah. I think on another day you get the first goal, <laughs> and it and it and it changes things. But the the lack the lack of options off the bench is is, is really um, really concerning. Um, in terms of um, we've got a little bit of a segment that we're going to do, which is uh, we're going to have to come up with a good name for this like like dad's bar or something like that or, <laughs> yeah or, or your dad sells yvonne um but um what we want to do is kind of get some reactions from 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 our dads in terms of in terms of the match we i tend to always i, I don't bump heads with my dad but he, he tends to be a bit more pessimistic than me which it's not a really good mix um but actually from from my point of view um it it's Speaking to my dad after the march, it's it wasn't too bad. It was quite similar to what I did.
1: Yeah. Well, my yeah. I asked my dad today uh-huh. his thoughts, and I think it's maybe it's too early to get our our. Uh, <laughs> I think they're trying to keep the powder dry. I don't know, because <laughs> normally, like I say, normally we've spoke about it that the um, the what the views are. Uh-huh. On certain players and and stuff. Maybe it's too early. My dad, my dad said he agreed with what I was saying about the match, and and that uh, it's early days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much what my dad said, and then um, he said he reckons Dan Ballard was man of the match. That's what he that's what he reckons, which I I don't disagree with, to be fair.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, like I say, when I, well, the first half, when them to they they took control of the game. I thought mm-hmm. I didn't think Ipswich got it anywhere near until that deflect. Well, sorry, they got the the shot off the corner. Yeah, which was a good volley, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Although it was going wide, but no one was to know that. No, especially not on nine. So that there was that off the corner, and then.
0: There was a bit um, of a scramble as well, wasn't there, in the first half. Where Patson yeah. ended up diving on it.
1: But really Ballard and 0-9 had control of it, which is which is what I was saying until the Yeah. till the deflected goal. Call.
0: Yeah. Goals change games, Paul.
1: But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of Ballard because I enjoyed it last season yeah. before he got injured.
0: I think it's a massive, massive season for them this season because obviously he's had a couple of injuries now. And there's the old adage of like, oh, he's an injury prone. he's not really. He's had somebody just break his foot. And then yeah. he's pulled his hamstring on international duty. So, I, you know, I, I, he's certainly not a sick note or anything like that. But it would be nice for him to get a good kind of 30, 35 games minimum this season um, to kind of lay that on one side. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll see on that. So yeah, a two one defeat. Um a few positives, but um, you know, I, I think we just need to, to crack on and, and obviously get on with get on with the Preston game, don't we?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um I will talk about briefly, I will talk about the the EFL game last night. Obviously, big thing, uh, Chris Rigg, became the, the youngest scorer in the EFL Cup. Yeah. Um and it's what sixty odd year history, which is which is mega when you think about it. Especially that competition is um I mean it was merely the nineties when on in on early two thousands when it started to become like a youth cup, like where where the big teams are putting the youngins in. Yeah. Um so you know it's not as if like it's always season pros in there. And obviously he's become the the um the younger scorer, um, ever for Sunderland as well, yeah. And who who was the? Do you know who the younger scorer before Chris Rigg was?
1: Tommy, someone. <laughs> what in the in the EFL?
0: No, no, for Sunderland. Oh, the for Sunderland. I don't. I did You're
1: read on it. You're the right though. levels
0: with Tommy. It was like time of a Tommy. It's it's it, it, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Hamilton.
1: When was that?
0: Nineteen seventy-one. huh oh. He 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 played the next next two games and then was never seen again.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he played a lot of games for um. I believe he played a lot of games because I was looking this up. This isn't me being like being like, <laughs> out like that. He um. He played a lot of games for Carlisle. I think he played a few hundred games for Carlisle. I believe. Oh. Yeah, so Jimmy, Jimmy Hamilton.
1: I always remember, was it James Milner scoring? Yeah. To become the youngest Premiership scorer or First Division. It was against us anyway, for Leeds, I think.
0: Do you, I heard a stat about James. I know I'm going off topic. Here, <laughs> it's the Sun and Pop-Ass. You know James Milner's played in... Oh, I'm going to have to dig out the stat, but James Milner's played in 2% of every single football game that's ever been played in in England. Like, <laughs> since 18-something. Since all the league games that I've ever played, he he's played in 2% of them. Has he? It's some mad stat like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's off <laughs> on a tangent. So the game last night, obviously, um, lost on penalties. I called it. Um, it's not on record anywhere, but I did say it would go to penalties when I was speaking to somebody yesterday um line up obviously we are uh, bishop in goal in his debut back four of zach johnson Triantas, bath and huggins midfield of dan neil and chris rigg with pritchard just um behind um i was going to say a denver bar i wish it was denver <laughs> bar front uh, uh in in front uh just behind bar and then we had bennett and ellis taylor on the wings um again 18 shots six on target they've had one shot on target and it's, yeah. it, it, we've conceded literally again in injury time or additional time of the um, first half first half very very similar very similar they've had they've had double the fouls for us but we've had exactly the same amount of yellow cards um and we've doubled the passes we've doubled the possession we've doubled the well we've actually treble the shots and it, it just seems a bit that this <laughs> the stats are kind of backing up having a lack of a striker
1: yeah well, I think that's that's what it boils down to and if we don't if we don't get a a worldly goal curled in the top corner from the wings then like a lot of games last year the, they end up with stats like that and defeat or a draw basically
0: yeah, I mean we and should that, be. They, they still should be turning crew over, you know.
1: Yeah, but but it shows last last year. Last year, Dome. if teams come and just sit, and just stop you on the wings, you know they yeah. they don't they don't have to do anything really.
0: Yeah, I mean I, the only thing last night, I would I would have preferred to see Bennett through the middle maybe. Because he's been yeah. there a bit more. Um I think sometimes we we'll look a bit better when he and it's to be fair, it's marginal, isn't it? It's not exactly we look at different team when Bennett's up front. I know people have plenty criticised him for when he does play through the middle, but I just think it gives it a little bit more of a focal point rather than out in the wings. Um but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. what strikers we're gonna bring in. Gonna bring four strikers in. <laughs> Um, you, so, yeah.
1: did any did anyone have any praise from from last night? Um, I think Dak Dak uh, looked sharp.
0: Yeah, Dak in, in uh, a way,
1: if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. if he was sharper he'd have scored, but Yeah. You know, he looks like he's got he's got something about him.
0: Um I think I think Triantus was getting a little bit of a little bit of stick as far as that were. Um Yeah. But I wasn't there. Um I mean, I can I can read out I can read out what me me dad copied and pasted off somebody I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, he's put, got to see last night's performance and other chances they've had. Bennett Bar etc. Not good enough. No centre forward. Um, they're getting rid of Bath Pritchard and Gooch. This is just somebody just going. I think this is definitely copied off. Uh, ready to go. <laughs> we've we've got no experience of leadership. The club at even. Right, okay, so the club are aiming to take the piss out of us and want to survive in the championship. It's disgusting. Now, I find it amazing. I find it amazing that that's what people are thinking. After, let let forget the EFL game, forget, forget that game, the cup game. Like, I find it amazing after a narrow 2-1 defeat, after what went on in that game, that the fume is that much. Um, yeah. I kind of thought this might happen after last season's um, overachievement, let's face it. That's exactly what it was. It was an overachievement. Nobody expected us to to get where we did. It's raised expectations and the home... For, I, I think it's a bit of a... It, it's a storm broom. You know, the home form, the no strikers, the stuff with the ticket, the off-field issues. I think it's all building up a bit of a perfect storm. Yeah, But <laughs> I think... You know, you win a couple of games, that starts to die down. That's well,
1: and yeah, and that's and that's half the trouble of uh, why it's not died down now, because we won a few games last the end of last season. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a weird a weird circle. Yeah, if
0: we'd lost 10 in the bounce because we didn't have a striker, people would just be like absolutely oh, former. But because we, we, started, we found a different way and we had someone like Ahmad. Again, I think people are just... Cr- crying out for Ahmad as well which is like I'd love him back at the club but he's obviously injured now um I don't think it was ever going to be realistic but I think sometimes you get a loan like that and you cannot repeat it yeah. you know, it's almost like he was just far too good for us and I get why we got him because he had such a poor spell at Rangers and they needed him to go out and. but I, I don't think you can get a loan like that every single season no but We'll see. Well, it's, there's there's time left in the window, so let's be positive. Hopefully get a couple of strikers in. Um, yeah. So, Preston, you, you're going? You've decided that you're going to go? I'm, I'm hoping, you're to go. About it.
1: You're hoping to when go. I've, when I've finished this, I'm going to... There'll be no tickets left, because you're on the <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to... Um... Um... The away games because I feel like we have more chance of getting the goal first, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it maybe suits our game a bit. Bit pressure off. <laughs> Big crowds going to be there. Um, I mean Preston. Um, I believe they drew one-one away at Bristol City. Um, they actually scored in the last five minutes or something. I mean, yeah. the last five minutes is absolute bollocks now, isn't it? Because it's not. The last no. five minutes is the last twenty minutes, isn't it? <laughs> I mean I was I was saying on Saturday I was like I was looking at the clock and it was it was it was on seventy minutes and I was saying to my dad, I says, We've got half an hour, here and he I says, We need to calm down. He says, Well I have got half an hour he says there's twenty minutes left. I says it'll be ten minutes, fifteen minutes and then yeah. we, obviously when they started taking the piss, um it turned out to be a bit longer. So yeah, obviously they Will Keane who they got, which I don't think would have been a bad bad purchase for us to be honest, but it obviously, doesn't suit what the what the club want. Uh, but Bristol City is not going to be an easy place to go, so they've getting a good result there.
1: Yeah, I think um, it'll, it'll be their first home game as well. Yeah. So the atmosphere will be good. It's just depends, like, depends how we get the who gets the first goal. Let's say,
0: again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so think... I'm just not a repeat of Bolton away when I thought we were gonna steamroll of them or got beat 6 0.
1: Well, yeah. But we've seen that we've seen things like that a lot. Even even on Saturday it was like, oh mm-hmm. uh, you know we, yeah. what we thought was a deflected goal and a man sent off and uh you know, we've seen it. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get.
0: Here's a question for you. Do you think do you think Moby is gonna see out the season?
1: Um I, I don't think he will. No. To be honest. And and do you know do you know what else? When you know these spoke about another coach at the end, pretty much yeah. just I would have got him. I would have mm-hmm. got another coach. If that's what they want.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I was saying this to my dad today. Um Mowbray was brought in last minute when Alex Neil left us. And he was brought in to not to get promoted or nearly promoted, although that nearly happened. Um I suppose he was brought in just to steady the ship, you know? Yeah. Now <laughs> the the people who the crowd have wanted to stay before is Gus Poyer um Dick Abacar and Paulo Di Canio,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all after doing the great escapes or whatever. None of them should have gone into the seconds that next season. Yeah. They all did and they all got sacked and they all had pressure on them. Um and I just think once that got leaked, because it was by Fabrizio Romano, wasn't it, who mm-hmm. generally is, right every time yeah they should have just went for it would have been over and done with by now but i think i think that they've i think that they've gone they've done what the fans have done yeah and you know and uh thought oh we kind of get rid of him because he eats revels and stuff <laughs> but you, you get what i'm saying don't you yeah it's like yeah and a, a lot of people still don't understand that it doesn't matter who we have in because he's not a manager; he's the head coach.
0: That's so, it for me. That's it for me. So he know, does,
1: we, he do, it doesn't he, matter, or it shouldn't matter.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the model that they're going for. And again, I don't know use that word, the model, but they are going for it. Doesn't matter if it's Tony Mowbray or you. I don't know Eddie, Eddie the Eagle. It's gonna be it's gonna be a case of. He can just crack on and coach coach the players head coach uh, yeah you'd yeah. be involved with still be involved with transfers and input in that but essentially i said th- i i think it's a case of player turns up a training and there you go tony there's another one for you to to, to train um and th- these are the reasons why we've signed him because he's cheap he's yeah the, the stats will tell us this this is the character and and if Morbray goes then we we just plonk another head coach in.
1: Yeah. See people are people are um because we've had a exciting end of the season the last couple of games. But even even some decisions last season I didn't think were good ones. In game I mean.
0: Yeah, you know. Like game management.
1: Yeah, so that's what I thought at the end of the season. It didn't happen and now we might be I don't want to say that we're going to be heading that way, but you've seen what happened after one defeat. You know, yeah. Nick Barnes saying what he did, and oh, you know, I know. But it doesn't—it doesn't help, even if he, even if he said it wrong, and yeah, and then he, and then you know, he was late after the thing. And
0: I mean, you—I mean, last night when I saw that, I thought you don't go and talk to your director of football for for transfers like in between media duties surely surely the way the club's set up and people around like they're in the academy light all day they're in the stadium light all day yeah. they can have a big crack about unless it was like right we're literally going to sign and we need to make a decision within the next half an hour yeah one or two. It, Yeah, you know what I mean like I, I, I don't I, I don't get that but um, here, ho I, I, for me like I don't think there's any smoke without fire and then if you look at um, if you look at what happened last season with Alex Naylor like I'll, I, it wouldn't surprise us with anything, you know. I, like after, like I never thought, even when those stoke rumours were coming out, I thought no chance. But now, <laughs> I, 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 I tell you what, journalists don't don't help either. They're the, the local press, yeah. where they're they're giving them loaded questions, where obviously there's been some paper talk about Gooch uh, and Pritchard and players like that, and the, the journalists are like these three players are they going to go? And he's, no, he's yeah. never going to say, no, the steer, he's never going to say, the going, because it's always a politician's answer, isn't it? And it just yeah. adds more fuel on the fire. But, I guess they've got to It was on them, mate? Um, <laughs> so, there anyway, you go. <laughs> anyway, positive result on, on, on Preston, what are you what are you going to go for, score-wise?
1: Okay, I'm, st- I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with nil for, them right because i think without that deflected goal we would have we we would have just shut them out yeah so i think I'll, but i'll just go for two seeing as though we don't have a strike <laughs> two nil to sunderland
0: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go three one Right to sunderland just in case you, worry, you, you, you <laughs> to Sunderland, i don't go i don't go for three one so we'll, we'll we'll lock those in and we'll we'll, we'll see what they are um Obviously, one of the the things that we wanted to uh, feature wise was was talking about bringing a match of kind of yesteryear uh, onto the pod. So what we're going to do is we're gonna we're gonna do this every week, but we're going to take turns rather than both of us bringing something. So um, my my turn this week, and Paul, you can bring yours next week. And this is going to be a bit of a surprise for you. So I'm going to go to um. Twenty eighth of August two thousand and six <laughs> it was a um according to this it was a Monday it was right. a Monday match it was Quote Quarter Championship match number five and it was I'll see if you can guess what it was but it was a it was why it was significant. It was a two nil win over West Brom 2006 so five games in the season 2006 what's significant about that game
1: hmm I kind of think was that Mick McCarthy era
0: Nope. no it was the year Niall Quinn came in to be a manager yeah, well he was manager for the first few games.
1: Oh Rory Keane's first
0: game. Yeah, right. Well oh, from the stand. From the stand, stand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A crowd a crowd, a crowd of twenty-four thousand were there. Wow. Um and we won two nil, it was one nil at half time. Uh I'll read the team out. Ben Anik and Goal. Rory Delap, who we never got a ticket throw in. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, Robbie Elliott, left back. Wow. Halsey and Dears. <laughs> Grant Ledbetter was in the team. Kenny Cunningham. Brilliant, brilliant haircut, Kenny Cunningham. Uh, Neil Collins. Yes. Is, isn't he doing really well at um, as manager, uh, Neil Collins? Is it is the it Neil Collins? I don't know. He, he, won seven, he took over Barnsley and won 7 0 at the weekend. It's like the biggest opening open and win might be like the same 50 one 50 years um anyway uh Liam Lawrence uh Dean Whitehead uh Chris Brown Tobias Hyson, or Hussein whatever you yeah. want to call it in terms of the subs it was Darren Ward uh Nyren Nosworthy Danny Collins John Stead and Daryl Murphy um goal scorers were wow. Dame Whitehead And then Neil Collins got um, a goal. Brian Robson was manager of West Brom. And it was actually Niall Quinn was classed as manager of (laughs) Sunderland. Got some... Actually, if you look at that West Brom team, like, if you compare the two, I'd say they they look a 10 times better team than us. They had Steve Watson at right back. They had um, Curtis Davies. They had Chris Perry, the Rash. (laughs) um Zoltan Guerin, Nigel Quasi, Nathan Ellington, John Harton, and Jonathan Green. And do you know who they had, the, had on the bench? Actually, you know no, what? it wasn't who had had on the bench. It was who must have been subbed. Kevin Phillips was in the team. Oh. Um, Kevin Phillips came off at half-time, I think, by the looks of it, for Nathan Ellington. Yeah, he did. Uh, Darren, Carter, Darren Carter. Darren oh. Carter, former Sunderland. Um, Jesus. and yeah so
1: that's a pretty bad team for Sunland.
0: it's not a, it's a funny one it? I used to really like I used to really rate Liam Lawrence and obviously he did oh yeah, yeah. Like Storks sort or of Dame Whitehead Chris Brown never really oh, actually Stephen Elliott I've missed Stephen Elliott out of that team
1: that's
0: oh, um, good but I, I think I look at that West Brom team and there's some players in that team but um I remember that match. Obviously, uh, Roy Keane was in the the stand. I seem to remember, um, uh, Tobias Heysen had a had a really good game. Um, yeah, and then never really kicked in. I um, kicked on. Sorry, but yeah, two nil win, and that set us on uh, glory so the, that season.
1: So the next game was that derby game, was it? Mm. When. Um when we came from behind in Keane's first match?
0: No, was it? I don't know if it was that. Was that the f- first game that he had, or was it not Leeds away? Because if you look at this team, we hadn't made all the signings. There's no um, Wallace, who obviously got sent off. There's no uh, Stan Varga in that team. There's no... It um, oh, Was it uh, Graham Kavanagh? Yeah. So you'll have to check the you'll you'll have to check the um the, the games on that um because we made we made all those signings didn't we on the the last day of the window but I don't know if was was Ross Wallace in that that splurge on it was Liam Miller as well wasn't it
1: Yeah yeah. He got did yeah. he get the first goal? But anyway, that's not the match you're on about.
0: No, no, it's not. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, that is significant. I remember that game vividly uh, because, Roy, it was a lot of excitement about Kane being there. But just look at the crowds that season. Not, not great, are they? Like, I think football at the minute is ridiculous, the amount of crowds that they're getting. Yeah, um, but
1: we had the... Wasn't it the lowest points the season before that?
0: Yeah, but I think I think you have that, but you have... You have you know Roy King coming in. I know, obviously, the, the crowds improved after he came in. But you've had Niall Quinn come in, the the, the takeover take over. You would have thought there would have been like quite a, you know, quite a quite a bigger uptake, really. But yeah, just, I think
1: I just googled it. That it says that that was the lowest attendance that season.
0: Was it right? Okay, so King. And the highest
1: the highest was forty four, so right. twenty thousand for that Burnley match near the end
0: right just shows you what winning matches does and giving you some hope Um, yeah
1: exactly we yeah well we saw that last night as well didn't we yep I mean to be honest I struggled to buy a ticket for last night
0: (laughs) (laughs) well I had a wait again that's another fiasco but I don't want to get an off-field stuff I I tried twice
1: and I couldn't get it so that was it
0: so and, and you couldn't stream it, you couldn't listen it on DAB or anything like that.
1: No, so, I watched Sky Sports and uh-huh. read the SMB, which is uh, not the best thing to do. No, no, I just <laughs> took the Twitter,
0: mate. Right, we'll call it, we'll call it there. Um, obviously, we'll see, I might see you down at uh, Preston, and if I don't, I hope you have a, a brilliant, a really good time.
1: <laughs> I, I will, I'll try and see you.
0: No worries. If well, I'm
1: good. I'm going to try and sort out on them. Yeah.
0: All right, man. I'll leave you to it. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next Thank week. Thank
1: you. See you, mate. Bye.